but yeah, I uh, I remember whenever we'd go and do Boo at the Zoo when I was younger, and I mean like really young, right? Because we never, I don't think we ever did it here in Nashville. We did it when I lived back up in Iowa. Um, we'd go to Boo in the Zoo, um, and I remember that I would always like my costume would always be an animal costume. So right. like the one that stands out in my mind is one year I went as a duck. <laughs> okay. Um, because because I had uh I had these this yellow like snorkeling set up mm-hmm. <laughs> for going to the pool like a little you know for kids right and so i just put the flippers on and those were my, my duck feet nice yeah. and uh i had a yellow party hat like the little <laughs> pointy your, ones and with a line that yeah that was my beak like nice. and my mom made me little feathery wings that i could wear <laughs> on my arms and I, I was I was a little uh, little white duck for Halloween. I never celebrated Halloween growing up, so I you didn't celebrate holidays growing up. Basically, um, I so I don't except think, Supreme Leader's birthday. I don't I don't remember like really what my my first Halloween costume was because it wasn't until I was like in my twenties. So it may have just been yeah. my Bruce Lee costume. I remember you were a vampire at one point. That like was I, I think that was for like one of your I acting had, things. I. Um, yeah, that may have been that because I I know I did it again later with Robin because we have pictures of both of us as vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I really like my Jedi costume from this year though. That, that was, was cute. Yeah, I'm sorry, it was cute, but you were overshadowed by your son. Oh yeah, I mean um, your son with a, the little Yoda hat on was super cute. That was so much better. Yeah, Brian, um, what's your favorite uh, costume that you've been for Halloween? Uh, I there was a lion costume that I had as a child. And as I grew up, I kept putting it on. Like, even when I wasn't wearing it, I'd just be like, let's see what I look like in this. And, like, at about 18, like, so. At about 18, <laughs> that's when he realized, oh, shit, I'm a furry. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Some hog animals out there. But look, we all saw. Especially me. It's we, like a, <laughs> we all saw Lola Bunny at formative ages. It's it, fine. There you go. The, the body of it was, like, two pillows with straps that held it together so like you had a, a lion paunch and a lion back and there was like a lion back paunch yeah a lion back paunch in the tail okay, okay. and there was a a um like strap. the diaper connector yeah the, like a, the a thong a thong thing wait wait, wait. this is a costume for children you, are you saying there was an actual thong or was it just like hey there was a strap that went between the there legs was a strap that them. acted as a thong for okay. your testicles right <laughs> Really split them and spread no, them apart. No, yeah, okay. like there was no way to wear this at lift and separate. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way to wear this at after a certain age without just full frontal. <laughs> like it was very uncomfortable. Okay. Well, yeah, but it was also <laughs> like I don't. No, what, no, no. There was that. You hesitated. You're like, well, <laughs> I wasn't considering the comfort at the time. I was just thinking like I kept putting it on year there, after year. Well, because I wanted reason. to know like how much would my balls <laughs> protrude. <laughs> I'm like, how I... funny would this be to show this to people? <laughs> so at 18, it was a lot, right? Yeah, and it continued to be funny after that. <laughs> so do you still wear this costume? I don't have any. Oh, okay. I appreciate that one, but my favorite was probably the, uh, the I think it was the Phantom Power Ranger. I like that I What's asked you a specific question and you like answered an entirely different question and then <laughs> well, brought it back around to the other question for like I, a one sentence. Well, answer. that was the most meaningful costume I think I ever it's had. It's the one was that stuck the, with you the longest. Yeah, the one that affecting my physiology the most. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So, Josh, why are we talking about Halloween stuff for this? You mean well, you because Wars? because it is the month of Halloween. We did our October month of spooks early, but uh, 
we're back for one more. But before we get into that, I have another Halloween uh, story I want to bring up because I, uh, as a kid, I liked dressing up, but yeah. as an adult, I'm more of like a Scrooge when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I go to parties and I'm like, oh, you guys dressed up. Oh, your costumes are cool. Yeah, I'm just, I got jeans and a t-shirt and I'm cool with that. Thank you, though. Yeah. Like, no, no, I, you know, I don't feel like dressing up. I did like your your one costume that one year when you were you like shaved your head <laughs> yeah. and you were like both. Because people were getting on to me about it. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Screw all of you guys. I'm going as Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I'm still just wearing my jeans and a t-shirt, but I'm actually going to go shave my head for this. Yeah. So I shaved my head and then I, uh, I got one of the like, you know, the little note cards that you'd have for like school or something like yeah. that i took one of those uh punched a hole in it tied a piece of string around it and just wrote the word the, the letters d-e-a on it and hung that <laughs> from my neck i'm like there i'm hank schrader <laughs> there what about you your minerals my minerals marie <laughs> <laughs> uh but all that aside we are talking about halloween because bah, 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 we're back for a bonus episode of our october month of spooks yeah uh on a whim small offhanded joke rick said someone should should suggest american werewolf in london and if they did it we'd watch it and And someone went out of their way to do that they sent it to us on twitter so we had to do it and here we are so uh so all that aside, a uh, big thank you to John Sekatowski, uh, who suggested that we watch this movie on Twitter. Uh, just a reminder to all of our listeners, if there's a movie that you want us to watch, uh, you can send those suggestions to any of our social media uh, or our email address. And I give all that information at the end of every episode. Uh, American Werewolf in London came out in 1981. It currently holds an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, it was directed by John Landis and written by... Uh, and it stars Joe Belcher, David Naughton, Griffin Dunn, and many others. Two American college students on a walking tour of Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the locals will admit exists. Dun dun dun! We went backwards. Hi, my name's Josh. I'm a student here in Nashville, and uh, I'm American. I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and uh, I have the best werewolf translation. Transylvanian. I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and I have the best werewolf transformation that has ever been put to film. I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I'm looking for a dish of beef chow mein. And we're opinionated. And I already told you about the movie. I have no idea. I, like I'm, I've never seen this movie. I've heard it mentioned, uh, like in I think like The Simpsons did a reference to it or something like that. But I, I've, I'm sure I know nothing about this movie. Um, you you say it's got the world's best werewolf transformation scene. I've never seen it. I'd never heard of that until you brought it up. It's in high regard. It has a decent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. But I like I know nothing about it. I, I've seen this movie a couple times. I've enjoyed it every time I've seen it, and I really wanted to do it just because I remember liking this movie. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot and after of the, all the crap we watched, a <laughs> lot of the movies that we did for this year were not uh, ideal. We'll put it that way. Um, well, they were entertaining, but they weren't good movies. <laughs> exactly. And so I wanted to I wanted to watch something better. And I'm so I'm very happy that uh, John suggested this for us. Yes. Um, but yeah, like this this movie has for my money the best. 
uh, werewolf transformation in in a movie. Like, there's other ones that are, are pretty good that use CG, but I think that this one that uses practical effects just works a lot and better than any of those. And it set the bar. Yeah, it really did. Like, before this, nothing, like, even came close to it. And there are other things that have tried to... Basically, everything that has, has followed this has either copied it or gone very far away from it. And hmm. it's it's very much, you know the the gold standard as far as werewolf transformations so interesting brian you said you've seen it like a long time ago i'm pretty sure i did if not i saw like a lot of it when i was younger yeah okay so, i mean do, do you remember much of it like what kind of impression did it leave on you or are you coming back to this uh, basically blind i think i'm coming back to it blind but i feel like i remember it the way i remember a lot of the like the thriller music video and all the music videos around thriller that mm-hmm. felt like I'm pretty sure the same guy uh, directed that. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well maybe that's why it feels that way. Huh? I looked it up and you're right. It was uh, it was done by the same person. I had no idea. I just thought it gave me that feel. Well, and and that makes sense now because yeah. you know same guy, same feel. But that's good because I have seen the thriller music video. Yeah, uh, and that's got kind of a nice. It's it's got like a spooky feel to it, but not a scary feel to it. Right, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, so like, where would you put it as far as a horror movie goes? Because I've heard some people say, you know, oh, you know, it's funny, or oh, it's silly. But you know, we're talking about because some of the movies we've watched for October month of spooks uh, are are genuinely scary, and some right. of them are more like, oh, you know, it's a classic. It doesn't the scariness doesn't really hold up. How, where would you put this as far as a horror movie goes? I would say it has some very genuinely scary parts to it, mm-hmm. but it's not like jump scare scary. It it is like you ha- you think about the situation and it's horrifying, like a menace scare. Yeah, a little bit like that. Um, you are kind of watching someone deal with a a a monster that comes out of them and kills a whole bunch of people, which yeah. is horrifying to him. Um, but it's also genuinely very funny in certain spots. So like. It, it like it, ironically it, funny, or did they they write funny scenes? No, they the wrote movie? funny scenes. Okay, like okay. there are there's there's a couple that are just really really funny, um, and parts of it are like it it doesn't take itself incredibly seriously. Yeah. So there's some bits that are like it's kind of hard to judge. Like, is this scary or is this just funny? Like, but I don't think that that is unintentional. So mm-hmm. it's it's if I was gonna say somewhere on put it on a horror rating between like the most horrifying thing ever <laughs> and like something that's not horrifying at all, I would put it like at a five. It's there's some. some it's just sc- dead center. Yeah, it like there's parts of it that are pretty scary, but like they're evened out by a lot of the comedy. So okay, well at any rate, I'm looking forward to watching it uh, again. Thank you to John Sekatowski for recommending this to us. Uh, it's I'm hoping that this is a nice way to round out our listener request month of spooks. So it's we'll be fun to do on Halloween Day. Yeah, yeah, and we'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching an American Werewolf in London. Did you hear that? What was it? A coyote. There aren't any coyotes in England. What happened to them? Well, the police report said they were attacked by an escaped lunatic. Must have been a very powerful man. Jack and I were not attacked by a man. It's an animal. A wolf. Did he say a wolf? Yes, I believe he did. Did you get a good look at the man who attacked you? Doctor, my memory is fine. It's my sanity I'm beginning to worry about. You've never had bad dreams before? Well, sure, as a kid, but never so real. 
Never so weird. I'm going to look into your eyes. My friend Jack was just here. Your dead friend, Jack. Hi, David. He told me that I will become a monster in two days. The supernatural, the power of darkness, it's all true. Please believe me. Believe what? That tomorrow night, beneath the full moon, I'll sprout hair and fangs and eat people? You'd be surprised what horrors a man is capable of. Are you all right now? I don't know. I'll let you know the next full moon. I'm a werewolf. You're gonna change. You'll kill people. You'll become... I know. A monster. David, don't lose control! No control? What control? David, I can help you. No, I'm not safe to be with. You gotta stay away from me. Run! No, we're talking about because apparently the sequel from uh, American uh, Werewolf in Paris is about, um, is about their baby because Alex is pregnant at the end of this apparently. And Seraphine I was saying, blames- I was saying, wouldn't baby werewolf like chew her way out at some point during the pregnancy? This is a sentence from from the Wikipedia article on on the sequel. Seraphine blend, blends raw meat in the blender, and he is still in shock. But Seraphine allows him to feel her breasts to calm him down. What? Who's Seraphine? That's the daughter, I think. Of of what? What are we talking about? The sequel to this movie that we just watched. The daughter. Oh, that's their kid. Yeah, is a girl werewolf. Wait, yeah. who's she? Her dad's dead. What's that? No, not him. It didn't say. Just lets her dad feel her breasts to calm it Who? down. Who? The daughter touches Alex's the, probably breasticles. The, probably. The Wait, ma- hold on. You're saying the that American the daughter that's in Paris? Huh? Probably the American that's in Paris. No, she's the American in Paris. No, she's, well, she's British. half American. She's but British. She doesn't become half American. <laughs> then she, she becomes half werewolf. <laughs> then she can become half she's American. She's a full werewolf and full Fine. London then she's person. full American. <laughs> I, I, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying she gets the werewolf from her dad and the British from her mom? I'm saying you're British if you're raised in Britain. You're not half American because your dad was an American <laughs> if you were raised in Britain. I feel like werewolves shouldn't breed true. They should breed wolfmen or like. Just other people. <laughs> you think you think that the the wolf gene should be diluted? The I'm the, pretty sure you know, it's further, not genetic. Sixteenth like, or yeah. like it's, oh, I'm one sixty fourth well werewolf. Yeah, like I just I'm have the ears. Yeah. I don't. I, this movie doesn't imply to me that this is a genetic thing. Like it's it's pretty clearly magic to me. Yeah, at least if you take the. The it could be different- mad. Well, the magic is getting diluted. Then, <laughs> Rick, what you mortals call magic, we call. <laughs> I will science. punch you what? in the dick. <laughs> no, I will hit you in the dick with a Mjolnir-shaped hammer. Why does the power of the devil keep the werewolf? That's a good question. The, Wait, sorry. It's, it wasn't upside down now, though, was it? Uh, okay, yeah, okay because point, yeah. we start the movie and our um, our two Americans, David and Jack. Yeah. They're, they're wandering through the British countryside. They're wandering countryside. through the English countryside, I guess. They're in the moors. Uh, right. And they stop in a pub, the, what, the, the lamb? slaughtered lamb. The sla- slaughtered lamb. Which the has sign a, has no lamb on it. It has a dead werewolf on a pike. Yeah. 
which oh, that you wolf know, on a pie. it's yeah, it's uh, obviously just a normal wolf, Brian. It's got yeah. nothing to do with this werewolf thing. True. I don't know where you got that True. idea. They're very subtle about <laughs> covering up their their horrible secret. You know, right. you know, for a town, for an entire town that's in on the secret about not letting people know, they are really a bad about like seeming nonchalant. Yeah, like, they are. They instantly, it's like, oh, they're keeping something secret Honestly, here. Honestly, no one well, ever asked them about it. It's weird. I mean, you have to wonder what the, like, this is a movie where I genuinely would be kind of interested in seeing a prequel to it, because I think you could do it and end it in such a, like, quick, brutal way, the way that this movie does actually end, that you could tie it together thematically. Yeah. Well, okay, because, and I'm not bringing this up as something that bothered me throughout the movie, because I, I really enjoyed this movie, but... At one point, I was wondering, you know, he talks, like, one one of the pub people mm-hmm. talked about, like, oh, this, this area is, like, cursed kind of thing. And I'm wondering, like, with the the werewolf that initially starts it all, that attacks the American... Jeff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kevin, Jeff, whatever. Yeah. We'll call him Jeff, sure. Uh, Jeff Werewolf. <laughs> is he like the last one and they're super close to getting rid of the werewolf curse? Or is this? Is there just like, ah, oh, man, that one spot in the moors that just churns out werewolves? <laughs> I, I get the impression it's the first one. Like, I feel like this is a thing that's been going on there. And they're so close to being done? Well, I don't know if it's that they're so close to being done. I don't know that they know what the, the deal is exactly. But I think they know that something is killing things out in their area. And it may be... Okay, so this is me getting like no, no. They, they know it's a werewolf. Conspiracy theory. They know it's a werewolf because as soon as they oh yeah no, yeah. I, I'm sure they know it's a werewolf. But what I'm thinking is like this is maybe a thing that has recently started again and like something they had to deal with before when like you know in the 1800s it wouldn't have been quite as like if our secret gets out the entire world will know. But yeah. like now there's like television and shit. It's like we're weighing witches versus ducks and also there's a werewolf. Right. Like, yeah. Like I think I feel like this is a thing that recently got started again somehow. And, like, this has been a problem before. Like, maybe, okay, so they keep talking about the bloodline has to be severed, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to me, the way this movie goes does, you know, regardless of what the sequel says, imply that, like, somehow this werewolf curse finds a way to to propagate itself into another person, no matter, yeah. like, when, when whenever anyone dies. And that's why I feel like that this the, the girl, the nurse, is so, like, weirdly into him. And because like he's not a normal dude, and he's not that hot that it'd just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna bang this random American dude. That okay, I because name a hogger British guy in this movie. Fair point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch was a little more attractive, I think. He was okay. But you mean he's Stephen th- Merchant? Because <laughs> let's be clear, the dude that Brian said, oh, it's Mister Benedict Cumberbatch. He looks nothing like Benedict Cumberbatch. Or sounds he he vaguely sounds like yeah, Stephen I, I Merchant. Mean, maybe he had a silhouette that seemed being a dick. I don't actually know who Stephen Merchant. No, is. he was just he was just a tall dude in a nice suit, and you're like, hey, he's British and in a suit. Maybe that's, I, I, that's it, good old Benny boy over there. There's who, something there. Who is Stephen Merchant, by the way? Stephen Merchant. Uh, he was. Oh, okay, actually, no, I've looked it up. It kind of looks like him. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That's he was. Fair. He was. Uh, he he does a lot of stuff with Ricky Gervais. He okay. was in the uh, original Office. Okay. From gotcha. uh, from in Britain. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. 
But anyway, to go on with my theory, I feel like that, like, you know, it is a thing that continues to propagate itself. And maybe the werewolf curse doesn't start until you're an adult or something like there may or maybe something has to trigger it. I don't know. And they've been recently dealing with a werewolf in their town and they can't tell anyone about it. Then these two jackasses show up at the worst possible time. They're just like, hey, we're like American college kids. I don't know. we're making jokes back and forth, but no, because they, they go, were they rude get to, to the, them first. They get they, to the pub, are. yes, and and it, like zero it, hospitality. Yeah, they they were received with the entire pub going silent and cold, dark stares given their direction, and then like all they wanted was something warm to drink. Yeah, yeah they're she, like, we don't have like, that. We don't have so, food. We ain't got cold. Dick. Do you have coffee? No. Yeah, oh, geez. I, I mean, okay. I wonder They're if they were dicks. trying to like get them out of town quickly before something. I don't know. Like, I I don't feel like this is necessarily that something beneficial. That small five minute window would have gotten them out of Blue Moon, Kentucky. Well, if they'd stayed on the road, <laughs> maybe they'd been okay. Maybe <laughs> instead of just wandering that, off also, into the woods for no Why did they say stay on the roads? Because I, I, how is that better? How is that yeah. better for? Well, them? they have pentagrams buried in the dirt on the road that the wolf can't cross. Yeah, okay, because that's the first we we hear. Cause we're jumping all around. I want to keep it a little organized. Sure. You brought up the 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 pentagram, right? It's yeah. the five pointed star, and that it, for some reason, the one thing that they know about a pentagram is that it's linked to werewolves. Like, there's a bazillion things you could come up with, like witchcraft. Also, also and, it's it's not even like the upside down in the circle. Like, it's just it, it's, it's a just star. a star. It's just yeah. a star on the wall. Like, oh, you're a little kid. You draw a five pointed star. It's a star. I mean, to be fair, if I walk into if I see a little kid like drawing doing that, okay, fine, that's a star. If I it walk is, into a pub and it's like written written in the wall, and outside there was a sign of a beheaded werewolf, and there's candles, and this place is called the Slaughtered like, yeah. Lamb, yeah. Yeah. right I'm, between two really witchy looking candles. I'm, I'm gonna be going with this isn't just like oh it's a cute little star well i'm gonna be going this is some satanic shit like and if it's questionable i want to know why they're like let's make a big fucking deal about (laughs) right well they don't even though he's just like hey you're you're, we're all laughing about your funny story you told pub guy by the way what's What's the the deal with the star and then they do like well he does kind of make a big deal of like of that and then because he's talking about it for a while before that like he can't yeah he's he's not just curious he's just like what is the deal with i don't you gotta explain this shit to me you're overhyping it well he was just he won't get off the subject yeah like weirdly so why does he not have that sense of like there's good times when there's like you can poke fun at stuff and then there's like when you're alone in a scary country with people you don't know who are clearly giving you the stink eye where you could die (laughs) (laughs) right like these people do feel like they could take you out back and shoot you and And for some reason they have political pull like, political pool because as soon as their friend dies that case gets swept under the rug like the file goes missing yeah no that is that is true i well, do no, wonder no, no, if, like, but, but remember it's because it was like the okay so our americans leave the pub they walk out they mark gets killed by a werewolf jack, jack yeah sorry jack they gets killed by a werewolf somehow they, magically yeah. walk off the road well yeah because they're idiots yeah stupid americans <laughs> uh, but but we see the pub guys show up and shoot the werewolf. Right. They kill it, and it instantly turns back into a man because it's dead now. Well, that do- yes, that does happen, but and that's then, not clear for a while. I mean, it's you see them clear. shoot it, and then there's a dead man with bullet holes in yeah. him on the ground. Did I miss that that part? You, yeah. It, yeah, was, it like, was very oh, okay. clear. It was just okay. a couple frames. Never mind. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, but but that's what I think happened because later on they talk about how, oh, the local police shot it, and there were witnesses and stuff. And really, like... 
there is no police force in that town. They said, oh, yeah, we took care of it, and then the file's gone because there never was a file. Right. Because it was just the town crew that took care I of mean, it. I mean, there's probably some sort of police there. It just is probably a guy that is also in his going to the pub cl- clothes. Yeah. And also helped shoot it and was like, nah, I ain't explaining to anyone in friggin' London you know that how there's... how much paperwork werewolves are? Well, I'm not even talking about how much paperwork it is. I'm talking about, like, I don't want to explain to anyone that there's a freaking werewolf out here. I'm right. going to say it was this dude was a maniac. Like, yeah. Yeah, that does make sense to me. Like, Push, I can believe in that. If they had just left it alone and let those two guys die, they'd still just have one werewolf. Right, that's Or true. they would have waited till those guys died and then decide to go out and shoot the werewolf, which they're clearly capable of doing. Like, it was no trouble. They made... they, they made, Terrible decisions were made all around by yeah. everyone that night. Especially... Uh, and being on their side for a minute, which they're all a bunch of dicks. Like, they're yeah. terrible people. But they should have just shot David when they saw that he had been attacked. Yes. Because yeah. they, they, we already know they're cool with murder. Cause at one point, like the bar, the bar grandma, the barmaid, she's like, you gotta go save them. They're out there. We can hear it howling. Oh yeah. You, you gotta save them. And the one, like the ringleader is like, no, I, I, I don't, don't hear, hear no howling. Well, and, and, and the, the, and the, the one guy's like, so it's murder then. And the guy's like, yeah, it's murder. Yeah. So they, we already to, know they're they're okay with murder. To be fair, I'm, no. I'm just gonna say it is a different thing to say like, yeah, I'm gonna let a thing happen miles away out in the night, and maybe something terrible happens. Maybe it doesn't. You who knows? But then it is to like look at a a guy who's like on the ground, clearly able to be saved, and put a bullet in his head. Like those are two very different. Who was attacked things. by a werewolf? I'm not and saying, is going to turn into a werewolf. No, no. The absolute correct decision is shoot David. Like that yeah. is the correct decision. I'm saying it is it is a different thing to like be talking about a thing that is theoretically happening somewhere else and to actually pull the trigger yourself. Yeah. They should have pulled the trigger. They should have. No, that is judgment I'm, I'm on yes, board with but that. But morality when you're just looking at a legal injured American guy and you're like he hasn't done anything yet. I, it would be good to kill him, but I still think the, within within their characters they could have done it because yes. they were like, ah, look at this dickhead. He made a joke about the Alamo. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I don't know why. Like in both cases, the werewolf went down like that as soon as the guns introduced. Like, why didn't they just take care of this the night before? <laughs> I mean, then you have to go out and hunt the werewolf, and then you risk getting eaten by a werewolf. At least now it's distracted and eating, you know, yeah, I guess. David and Jack. That's fair, but I, I yeah. I, they okay. need to be more proactive in their dealing with their props. Set some fair. werewolf traps or something, right? That is fair, yeah. I, I do, like, I w- uh, it's weird to me that the this is such a clearly magical werewolf situation, but the werewolf is not, like, invulnerable except to silver or something yeah. like that. Like, usually that's the way it goes. But, nope, these werewolves just die when you shoot them. It's just really strong and yeah. really murdery. Which, yeah. to be fair, in this in this universe, I could see, like, the legend getting spread in a different way of, like, you have to have special stuff to kill it. Because, like, yeah. you know, if, if you're, you know, it's one thing if you have guns. If, you know, this is 1,500 years before that, you've just got your peasant weapons and you're going to go die when you get no, rats. It was the rats. werewolves. The rock that I chucked at it didn't kill it. <laughs> it was the <laughs> right. werewolves spreading those rumors during the day because they didn't want to get killed. They're I mean, like, that, no, you that, need silver bullets. Don't could never be. try a gun. Like, genuinely. You know, you know what really gets werewolves? Oh, just you got to hit them with honey. It burns them up a lot. You got to take off your clothes and cover yourself in delicious marinade. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I, I like the way that this movie presents itself because it does it it leaves you with so many interesting questions 
at the end of it. There are so many like open doors that you can go through and be like, I don't know exactly what the answer to this is because the movie doesn't present you a clear clear answer to it, but it gives you so many different avenues that you could explore it. I, and I, I like agree. that a lot about that. And and I also really like that they don't beat around the bush about the whole werewolf thing because there's there's a ton of monster movies where you know, okay you know going hey it's called Swamp Thing I wonder what the monster is going to be in this right. movie right like there yeah. is no surprise but they still treat it throughout the movie as if like oh like oh what could be bubbling under the swamp I just don't know right <laughs> right and in this one it's like it's called a werewolf in London and it's an American one I wonder who's turning into the werewolf right, right? yeah but and they, there's no beating about the bush I love that what what's the, is it Jack that comes back yeah no uh, David is the one Jack, Jack is the comes dead back. Jack is David the dead is the good I guy. love that they have Jack come back that is so cool yeah yeah that I, was a weird having twist to put on it to where like you're cursed to roam limbo yeah like having you be haunted by the the like undead versions of all the people you kill is a really fun way to add a lot of horror into the the situation of being a werewolf because it's the horror of them being slightly peeved at you for being (laughs) murdered yeah listen guy i do love that like i don't want to be that asshole but you gotta kill yourself man (laughs) i love that like how like he's just like dude this is what you gotta do yeah but i also love that like blonde lady at the end who's like yeah I'm, I'm yeah. dead now. Uh-huh. Well, uh, she's maybe because they were on, on the face. way to a party, they were just capturing their party spirit. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, well, and and for me, the thing that I like about it is it changes it from it changes it from the suspense being like, oh, when's he going to turn into a werewolf? When's the monster going to strike? They lay all that out very, very openly yeah. and very ahead of time. It's when like, the moon hey, comes up, you're going to go murder. When the full moon people. happens, and then later. Oh my goodness, it's going to be a full moon in two days. And then a little bit later, tomorrow's the full moon. <laughs> right. And like, they're very, you have, there is no surprise as far as when he's going to turn into the werewolf. It's exactly. all about, all of the tension comes from what does he do with the information that he's a werewolf? Right. What does he do with his slowly escaping sanity and the fact that he's going to start murdering people? And I think you could do this movie in a way where like he finds out who the people were that he murdered in the night, you know, like some there's like an interview on television with like the guy's wife and kids and you know, he feels bad because of that. But I really like having him have to deal with the the actual people that he killed specifically because it it allows this movie to one be very grim in that like yeah he's murdering people and they're gonna be with him until he dies Mm -hmm. but also to be kind of silly with it because none of these court none of these dead people are like acting the way you would expect someone to be vengeful spirits being all scary like they're they're less they're less mad about the fact that he killed them and more mad about the fact that they can't go on to the afterlife they're just like dude like i'm sick of being stuck here Kill yeah. yourself. You've been here a day. And and yeah. that is is kind of fascinating to me as a conflict in the movie because there's just so much you could do with that. Like and and most werewolf stories these days don't really do anything like that. They just go directly to, oh no, I'm a monster. Ah, I'm so sad for myself. But this movie lets him be so much more of a character because it gets around that by having this this angle taken. And I'm just really impressed with that. I like that for three weeks, uh, Jack, as a dead guy, didn't age at all, but over the next three days goes like thriller zombie. Super, co- like, yeah. yeah, there's like a three day period where he goes from like reasonably corpsified to like completely skeletal. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, but man, the, the, the freaking the makeup. makeup on yeah, him yeah. is awesome awesome yeah i love every stage of him like the the one where he's just first all ripped up and terrible that's really cool 
but I'm also really impressed with like when he's green and like yeah. clearly rotting. And even the like clearly this is a a puppet that they put there. Yeah. yeah. But even that it's one is still really good. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. all of those. They're all really fun. And I like him as a character because he keeps coming back and Again, isn't that vengeful spirit that you would expect? Like, yeah. this is all your fault. Like, they, even before that, they are clearly like, anything that happens after this, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. But he never brings that up. It's just like, hey, dude, um, I, I know this is an awkward situation, and like you're banging this new British girl, and she's really nice. cute, which is awesome. Good yeah. for you. Good job. But, uh, bro, I need you to kill yourself. Like, just, come on. And, and it's funny because that definitely... Is he, he's definitely very so selfishly motivated because even when he's like, "Dude, you're gonna start killing people soon. It you does, should really kill yourself." It does like, seem it's like very it's less much about like the, the like you're gonna kill yeah. people and more about, "Come on, get me out of this shithole." Because even at the very end, when he show, "Hey, here's all these people that you killed. Doesn't that make you feel guilty and you want to kill yourself now?" Like it, <laughs> the I, whole thing, it's he's not trying to show him like he's not trying to show him all of these so that he like feels bad and like learns from the morality of his actions or anything he's trying to get it so he feels bad and wants to kill himself yeah at the same time though i do feel like he still is like kind of feeling like he's his his friend like, oh yeah he's still friendly i, I think just, there is a there's a, a divide between his original self and his now spirit self yeah Un, I, undead uh jack is a little different from alive jack i mean yeah as as one would expect <laughs> i mean if you're roaming the world as a corpse watching your girlfriend bang another dude that you clearly well, don't like like uh, that would be a problem i don't even know if they were completely going out yet <laughs> fair like they might have he, yeah it I was look it was a grieving rebound okay <laughs> Do you think he could like teleport or was he did he like come up out of his dead body at his funeral and just hung around there to see what happened to his girlfriend and then caught a flight back to London. <laughs> yeah, he actually has to get on the plane. That would be yeah. horrible. That, yeah. That's that's why it took that's why it took three weeks and why it was he was so well preserved. He just like hung out in like the ice box of some yeah. ship or something. He's still not awake. <laughs> Damn. No. I I do wonder though, like, okay, so these these characters that are dead they don't seem to act the way you would really expect dead people to act right i do wonder if that is because david is going insane like clearly he is in, in the movie so. of the he is like i think it's supernatural i think yeah. it is too but i like that the movie leaves the door open enough for that because there's no explanation of any of this in the movie mm -hmm. and yeah. i love that it just drops you in the situation and is like hey you know the thing about the werewolf that everyone knows yeah that's accurate and then we're just gonna play with it from there and let you just you know try and figure it out and see sure. what's gonna well, happen except for silver bullets and all that jazz right Apparently that but like the, the main thing of like <laughs> the moon come up and you go kill people like, yeah that's that's, that's the thing that, that matters. Wouldn't come you know? up wolf bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, you go to sleep and while you're in the hospital, you have dreams of Which, Nazi let's werewolves let's murdering your family. talk about the hospital because, uh, so David gets, you know, oh, they, they, they shoot the werewolf after it eats uh, Jack. Jack. Jack, yeah. And Which, that is brutal. Like, yeah. they really do a oh, good yeah. job. Like, you can tell that they are afraid to show the, the like... The puppet. The puppet a lot yeah. of the time. But, like, when they're having it kill Jack, that really does yeah. feel as brutal as it needs to, to really sell you on it. Like, I'm, I'm very impressed that they managed to make that work as well. Because when you get back and you see his, like, just torn to shit corpse, like, it's bad. And again, the makeup when you see him again, where his, like, his trachea is laid open in front of you. That was also just, a really good... Uh, 
look into his character of uh, not Jack, but David's character mm-hmm. when he's running away and actually is willing to turn back and go right, back. Right? Yeah. Him. That's the other thing is like David is a good dude. Yeah. You feel, but like you see like real human parts of him to where he was running away when his friend was getting killed, but right. he did turn back. Yeah. Like as as you probably would if yeah. like you're getting attacked by a monster, you would just run and then I wonder if like that's when he realized, oh shit, he's not beside me. He's probably getting eaten back. Yeah. Like, it's the fight or flight, and then he there's enough of a break where his sane brain comes back. He's like, oh, I gotta go save my butt. Right, yeah. And that's a terrible mistake, and he should not have done it. Like, I mean, his his buddy's dead. Like, he ain't coming back. That mistake makes more sense than the villagers not killing David. I mean, yeah. eh, you know, but they're both... They're both not good. David David is, uh, they kill the werewolf in time to keep it from eating David. Uh, he gets shipped off to London to the hospital, and he wakes up with the super cute nurse, Alex. Right, yes. Uh, and then, apparently, Alex just thinks American men are the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and she heard the other nurse talking about his circumcised <laughs> penis. Oh, I mean, Jewish. I, a part of me wonders if this is just like, a thing of of the magic of being a werewolf like causes right? someone yeah. to be super into you so it can propagate itself. I don't think so. I because think it could be. I could also see it just being like I said, there were no attractive young British guys. Well, in and there. she even also said possible. she's like, "Look, I've had a couple one night stands. You're a hot American dude." Yeah, is he though? He's not is bad he? looking. He's, he's got that beagle's look. I'm gonna give you. He's not bad looking. I'm not gonna give you. I'm gonna take you home and bang the shit out of you just cut. Well, she's also cared for him in the last three weeks and seen yeah. him and, and he's been bath him. super weird the whole time. Some he's girls like a fixer upper. <laughs> yeah. Just saying, like if between the believability of this romance and the believability of Anakin and Padme, they're about on the same level. For Absolutely me, not. No. No. Not even close. This That's guy is close. doing a lot of the same shit. Rick, like I'm a literal crazy wrong. person right in front of you. All I talk about is werewolf shit. He's in shit. the hospital. His friend has died. It's a tra- She even says, she's like, it's like when she's talking to the sure. main doctor dude. She's like, he's had a traumatic sure. experience. Sure, he's had a traumatic experience. I'll give you that. It, no, no, no. What it, part of he's had a traumatic experience and won't talk about, stop talking about his dead friend coming back to see him that leads you to go like, you know what? I'm gonna let him bang the shit out of me and take him home. He's got a great dick. They cover <laughs> yeah. this. One of the other nurses comes in and is like, I've seen it. <laughs> like she's all about it. Yeah. And so and 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 when he's not busy being crazy, he's, he's charming. Kind of charming. He's yeah. like flirting I'm not with her while not she's a nice guy. I'm and... just saying that like this is not. But like... you're saying Anakin's a charming guy is what you're telling. No, me. what I'm saying is don't bring crazy people. I mean, he's yes, recovering. A general he's not rule, crazy. But exactly. I'm yes, that he's fine. In both scenarios, don't bang crazy people. Padme right? knows Anakin from child to adult. No, Padme know, knew Anakin for ten minutes and like a weekend. She talked to him twice over a week when he was thirteen. He carved he, her he, a rock. Okay. Yeah. You don't just get rid that of that emotional bond. Was a Japor snippet. You asshole. Get out of here, you <laughs> stupid <laughs> nerd. Ew. I'm just saying, like I. While I do feel like David is a genuinely cool dude, and I would like like to hang out with him, and I feel like he's and a good guy. Fuck the shit out of him. Look, that's my personal thing, and I don't appreciate you talking about it. <laughs> but no, I like. I, well, I feel like he's a good dude. I just don't feel like he is like 
grab him and take him home and bang you him know what, as Rick? soon as he's out of the you hospital You know what, material. Rick? That's fine. I'm glad that you don't think he's the hottest. But I am also going to say I don't think you speak for all women. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I think that the, Where I think do that you different women, Apparently not with David. Yeah. They're, different women have different tastes. And apparently Alex is all about that kind of husky... <laughs> Big bushy hair, beetle style, beetle style. Maybe she just digs the scars. Let me, let me. I don't know, but she has the hots for David, and it's not that. Um, I don't know why you're fighting about it. It's not ridiculous. This is okay. Let me put it this way: between Alex banging him suddenly, like after knowing him in the hospital, and the the villagers not killing him on the moor after he's been attacked by the werewolf, I find it more believable that they didn't kill him than it was that she took him home and banged him. You are ridiculous. That is just that. It it just you are absolutely ridiculous. Hey, I'm just saying that is where it, that is the moment that i'm like okay that's a little weird some people meet crazy at the bar and bring him home that night she got to know this guy over three weeks and, and also, saw the good side crazy yeah his, no. the, the most crazy times is like oh hey i woke up and i had a really bad nightmare no where he's i not dreamed saying, he's where not I saying dreamed. i dreamed i saw my friend he's saying i legit saw him yes, in my room and, she's and, correcting a, him and saying oh it was a nightmare and he even says yeah, oh you think it was like, a nightmare oh, you're probably and she's right like yeah it was a nightmare and yeah but that's is pretty clearly i don't think it was a nightmare i think my buddy was in my room two minutes ago terror that's not great look if you think that people who have nightmares are crazy i don't know what to say to you i don't think people people that have have nightmares are crazy i think people that have cannot tell the difference and need someone else to tell them that was a nightmare not an actual living corpse in your room this is the stupidest (laughs) argument it is not crazy that she finds him attractive it's not crazy that she finds him attractive it's crazy that she's like nah i'm gonna take you home bang you six ways till sunday and like just let you live in my house for a while he's not the dangerous kind of crazy he's not he giving literally red is yeah she doesn't he, know that he's not giving the usual red flags of i will kill you crazy he's, he's not meth the, head crazy yeah he's hot attractive dude with like personal problems that she can help crazy yeah okay he's traumatized crazy and I guess also, it's just and also ha- it's not that weird like she saw him on and off in a professional relationship for se- for several weeks. Yeah. And then at some point she was like, hey, let's take this to the next level. Do you want to come stay and like fuck around for a that week? Very unprofessional of her. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, let's she get wait, on no, to she, the, the she Nazi. She didn't fuck him in the, in the nursery. In the let's, hospital. Let's which is very professional. Yeah. To the Nazi werewolf dream. Because yeah. I like that Nazi werewolf dream. It's really fun. And it's not overtly like, hey, there's swastikas everywhere. No. But it is like the jack boots and yeah, like, jack it's boot clearly and they're like in great yeah, uniforms. The, they're Nazi the, werewolves. It's the Nazi werewolves. They're like ghouls. Yeah, they're, they do they're, not have wolf faces. They're furry. They, they kind of look like they're Midway, like they're gigging. They're, they're just monsters. They're, yeah. ver, they're a variety of monster that is like hairy and has big teeth and claws. Mm-hmm. And they look enough like werewolves to me that I'm like, okay, in this werewolf movie, I'm going to go with Nazi werewolves. That's racist. It is. But I'm also racist against vampires. So, you know. You're prejudiced against supernatural <laughs> evil beings. Specifically, specifically universal monsters. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Man, fuck Frankenstein. That guy's an asshole. No. Uh, it's he, Frankenstein's monster. No, he's a no, good no, dude. Also him. No, the monster's cool. We're, we're good on him. But They're it's, both it's pretty himself. all right guys. He's just a bad dad. Let's but he comes about, around. Let's talk about this dream because it, it, it threw me for a loop at first because I was like, this is weird and kind of out of nowhere. But... This is the part that I think is genuinely just the bad dream. Um, I don't, you know, wh- whereas I think that his buddy coming to visit yeah. him as a, you know, that's desiccated legit. corpse. I feel like, oh, that's supernatural. Defecated. 
Not definitely. No. Yeah. You think he didn't shit himself when he died? He's got a point. He probably did. You always do. Goose Graba. Um, <laughs> I think that this. Goose Graba? Come on. I man. think it's that. Goose this, I will murder you both. I think that this dream with the Nazi ghouls is just a dream. I think it's him. Yeah. And, and I think part of it is him, like, hey, the monster's waking up inside of him. I and think that it is influenced thing. by whatever is going on with right. him. Right. For sure. But I do think it is. Yeah, it's obviously just a dream. Like, his parents are clearly still alive. And, and Alex is clearly not dead. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I do like that, that, like, you know, he wakes up and but murders her yeah and murders her like the, a, a jackboot you know oh, werewolf shit. monster ghoul thing comes in and murders her they were nazis because it's jewish yeah and that's a deep-seated fear that they would oh, have yeah. yeah for sure oh wow i also really like when he is running naked through the woods and then rips off a deer's head and is just biting into it yeah uh-huh. that's great like yeah. that's so gross mm, it's very visceral. like it's weird that he's going for that part of it too like he's that's just, where the good bug is <laughs> apparently what like do you mean? A- animal look if you're trying to kill something you go for the neck no, yeah, that's he, fine. He's clearly I mean, decapitated at this when point. He, he can has, eat whichever part. Yeah, he wants. when he has ripped the head off and is digging his head into its neck stump. I okay. So <laughs> for a minute, I was like, almost like, oh, and then there was that one scene when he like decapitated him and just like took off like the top quarter of his head. And then I remembered that I just started watching JoJo's, and that's what Dio does, and that's not <laughs> in this movie. So, uh, uh, so <laughs> but but yeah, like his Jack dream, his dream sequences are cool, and I like that they do. They do reflect um, kind of the internal struggle that he's go that he's wrestling with, right? And also like the the monster side of him kind of waking up more and more. Yeah, I I like that uh, he is is it is affecting him in more ways than just like it's an emotional thing that you know I have to deal with the fact that I'm a monster the way that you know a lot of werewolf stuff yeah. is. It's just it seems to be clearly having like physiological effects on him beyond him turning into a werewolf once a week. Right. I, I think that's a really interesting well, way to play it. Like three times a week. You know what I mean. Which, because, okay, and I think that's. Yeah, I love how pissed you would have been if you were aware of, like, okay, at least I don't have to deal with this for another month. Nah, there's like two more days of killing people. Yeah, that pissed. That would have pissed me (laughs) off so bad. I didn't, like, why do we have multiple nights with with the full moon? I even said it while we were watching it. Like, surely one of those nights you're just rounding up to a full moon. Like, eh, it's full ish. Within, like, 97%. Moon capacity. I think that's enough opening to the gateway of werewolfdom. I'm I'm reading from uh, fullmoon.com. Quora, actually. Okay. But it might appear to be a full moon for three or four nights in a row, and it might affect the wildlife for days longer than that. Just before, well, it doesn't actually full. Let's say. Oh, what's that? It's actually only a full moon for one night. Oh, thank let's you, Rick. See. Okay. Here we here we go. Here we go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Technically, each phase of the moon only lasts for a brief instant, but to our eyes, a full moon can last for days. It looks like a full moon for about three days. For Wiccans, the period of full moon lasts from about three days to about before to about three days after the actual full moon. There's enough sunlight bounced off the moon for a week. Apparently, according to if if he's a Wiccan, yes. I wish he would just transform. So so his transformation duration varies based on religion. Yeah, his I mean beliefs, you got yeah. you got to It's magic. You well, how that. long do the Jews believe that the moon is full for? 3 days. Oh my gosh. 
there's enough sun bounced off the moon to like activate his like necessary requirements to transform. I like mm-hmm. how you're you're acting as though it has to be 100% full moon like in the perfect amount and that's the only way that it counts <laughs> he's, in this he's magical a we- He's curse. a werewolf for all of like 5 minutes and then you just and then he just transforms back. <laughs> the, the actual transformation lasts longer than <laughs> than him turning uh, into. Which, let's talk about the transformation because he because Alex does bring him home because she does find him very attractive which <laughs> is perfect perfectly reasonable bangs the bangs the crazy yeah, they, right out of him they they have like the nice little flirtatious like oh she sh- uh, this is the living room and this is the kitchen and this is the bedroom that that scene is funny because there is like a clear undertext that they're both like dealing Waiting. with there yeah well, and yeah, they're not and, sure and how to you, say everyone bring up, like, the the the, ca- the camera the audience the characters we're all like they're gonna get to the bedroom at they're, some point. They're gonna. Oh bang. yeah, no, she they're, clearly had this planned out. Yeah, but it does have that awkward, like, okay, I don't really know how to bring up the fact that we're gonna bang. But let I me guess... just bring up all the people I've slept with, and that'll probably lead <laughs> into I've, it. I've, I'll have you know, and as as is proper British custom, I will let you know how many people I have slept with and what scenarios their names they and were social in. security numbers. Right, mm-hmm. very and good. And you I'll can call you know. them and ask how it was. I'm, tip, tip. I'm going to go take a shower. You can watch the telly, and then we will fuck like rabbits. <laughs> and then he starts and whistling, and he's like, wait, we're just gonna fuck now. <laughs> and it cuts to, they're in the shower together, babe. Yeah. Like, you know. It's- I really wish he had been like, he just like didn't understand the dry British humor. He's like, jeez, oh, ah, okay. I guess I'll wait. You want him to watch the telly, and she <laughs> and just she comes she out just dripping. Aggravating. Yeah, like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fine, you can find your own place to stay. Suddenly has a Cockney accent instead. <laughs> all right, all right, what's all this then? <laughs> You're supposed to be in there sodsing me up and sodsing <laughs> me up. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yes, so they uh, they get together and canoodle and finagle. They have a lot of sex for a while, around. and then, you know, the next... Um, and the next day, she's got to go to work. Right. And so like, he's just there hanging out, uh, but she's got the midnight shift. So, right. uh, perfect. So, oh no, full moon happens. And this transformation scene, I was honestly really impressed because you brought up that this is like the best one out there. And I, j- just seeing how long ago it came out, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm wondering if this is one of those like, oh man. Like, At the time, Lon Chaney was the best makeup artist ever. Right. And it's like, man, he, he really did some innovative stuff for the time that he was alive. His stuff looked really good for that time. And now we've got much things that look a lot better. Right. But this this still really holds up. I, I really appreciated the way they worked within the limitations that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is claymation and there are like... It's all, it's all practical effects. You can tell when they're like, okay, they're taking this angle so that they can have the prop off screen and have it extend that way so that it looks like it's his hand, right. but clearly it's not actually attached to him. Mm-hmm. But no, I think it does. Like, I think the, the thing that sells it is, one, I like the lead up to it where he's like yeah. just super restless, has no idea what to do with himself. And like on mo- on the first viewing, you're just like, he's bored because he's in this, you know place and he doesn't know and can't really go anywhere right but on subsequent viewings it has felt to me like he is like getting more and more pent up and oh like it's that's this, interesting it's this energy building up with to, him like, to me to me watching that i immediately thought of like dog pacing around in a cage yeah, yeah and that's that's what i sort of what i mean is that like this this animal thing is sort of taking over him mm-hmm. as as he's you know sitting i thought there. it seemed like a higgum like 
like all of a sudden, like he's like, just it, no, it, it, he's it, like Jesus Christ. It, oh no, yeah, that's great. It hit him like yeah. a ton of bricks. Yeah, but I feel like it was building up for in him all day until yeah. that moment where it's just like, nope. All right, switch is flipped. We're we're going into full werewolf mode. But that moment is great where he's like ripping off his clothes and like taking off his clothes as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really helps sell it. But the pain in this guy's eyes throughout this entire transformation, yeah. it's like someone is off screen like jabbing him with a fork in the ass. The yeah. time. <laughs> Which there's a lot of man ass in this movie. <laughs> there, yeah. There's like, a lot of that man's ass in this movie. Yes, there <laughs> there's not is. a lot of general man ass, just him. But yeah, no, like I I love all the little stages that it goes through. Cause it is not a like even transformation where like everything happens all at once the way that you know a lot of the transformations that you see for, yeah. for stuff now for like when it's CGI you can you can do yeah. different stuff but I like that like his one hand grows into more a more paw like shape that kind of thing I like watching the like hair start to sprout on his back but it's all scraggly for a yeah. while that moment when his jaw like breaks and distends outward yeah. Yeah. is just the whole thing feels like it is not a cool because it, it's really cool to make to make like turning into a giant wolf monster cool you know yeah like that that is a a transformation that seems like you're suddenly so much more powerful you know all that stuff you can make it into a really cool thing that you're like yeah i wish i, I was turning feel into, that yeah mm-hmm. this is not that he yeah. looks like he is just in the worst pain imaginable they make it seem like your body uh being forced out of its natural state is not enjoyable right Right. no yeah you're growing all sorts of new muscles your bones are breaking and extending into weird positions but afterwards you feel amazing that is true i but i like all these these scenes i think this section between like when he transforms and basically when he gets back to the apartment after after the whole thing and after he's like had to steal the clothes because we're going to talk about that yeah but all all of that is probably my favorite part of the whole movie mine i i I, this section is just so well done because i like that you know, it's not a situation where, like, people are terrified there's a werewolf running loose. Like, because I feel like no, now you could do a thing where, like, it's on social media. There's a werewolf terrorizing New York, that kind yeah. of thing. And that would make for an interesting movie. But I like that it's just all these little scenes of these individual people having to suddenly come to terms with, oh, there's a giant monster in this city, and it is coming yeah. to eat me right now. Yeah. And I don't know how to deal with that, and I don't know if I believe it for a while, and I'm just not going to quite accept that until Which it I'm is. Which I'm going to talk about later, because that... I've got feelings about how the crowd reacts to the werewolf <laughs> yeah. going places. But like in this in this particular scene where you've got like first it's the the like British couple that is coming to a party at, yeah. at some friend's house and it like finding them and eating them and they're just happy go lucky right up until the moment where it is devouring them. Yeah. I like that I like the consistent scene of like Okay, they're walking around, and then they thrust the head of the thing into screen yeah. and just immediately cut. It, hey, it always question. like catches them from the side. Quick question. Did the dude who really didn't feel like going to check on his friends with his glass of whiskey walking around the park checking for the hoodlums, mm-hmm. um, did he die? No, he did not. Okay, because I, I, I know he found, he found a severed hand. Right. I couldn't were, remember if he got killed there were There were six people that were killed. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. couple, and then the three hobos, and the one guy in the... the, st- in the Stephen tr- Merchant. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, but yeah, like I, just something about the way that these all have somewhat different tones to them. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like it's escalating horror. Cause it's a little silly. The first pair that get sure. killed up until the moment where the guy walks up and finds that hand that's ripped off and all that. Yeah. And then when he murders the three hobos, it's very it's, much like, Oh, you're a good boy. As, yeah. as, as they send away their junkyard dog and then they hear the howl and they're like, 
What is well, that? that's not Rex. Yeah, exactly. Let's make him that bark. But it's still a little scarier because you have a little longer with them to be like, what the hell is that when they see it? Yeah. But this last guy, I like how long it is before you even see the the thing chasing him. It's just yeah. him like getting freaked out by the sounds he's hearing and like slowly going from, that's weird, to... I'm going to walk full away to I'm going to walk away a little faster to then full on sprinting and then falling face first into an escalator and stunning himself so that when this werewolf comes and eats him, he's just like, well, oh, no. And this is the first time we see the the werewolf full, full on, like full body. And it's still very far away. But like it you get looks one shot. big get, and bur- it looks like yeah. a bear. I think you get one shot of its face here. It may be later, but I do want to mm-hmm. just talk about its face like this thing does look so, like, when, when you talk about werewolves as, like, the mythological creature, there's different mm-hmm. archetypes for each one. Like, uh, vampires are, the, like, the cool, calm, collected monster that's, you know, very elite, you know, that kind of thing. It's something that's going to seduce you into accepting its vampirism and taking over you, that kind of thing. Or you've got the zombie that just kind of represents the, the the masses of, like, unthinking individuals that, you know, like, go to the mall every Tuesday and are, like, programmed and they just don't think at all, that kind of thing. The sheeple. Yeah, but werewolves are generally this animal rage that comes over you know the, the, yeah. the person involved well that they can't control exactly that they have no control over but the face on this thing feels angry like just yeah. a pure 100 percent undiluted rage is on its face at all times and i love that about this because that to me sells that this isn't just a animal that is like he's not just turning into a normal ordinary yeah, animal. It's not natural. Right. Yeah. It is a a a being of fury that is out there ripping these things apart. Not because it wants to eat them or because it's hungry or something like that, but because it is it is full of hate and rage. Yeah. And I I love that about that. Because that's so different from uh David as a character. And yeah. I think that's a a fun way to portray you you could look at this as a from a psychological angle, and I think that's interesting because he's very happy go lucky kind of yeah, just a look nice on the bright guy. side of life kind for of. sure yeah. yeah. He, like even though his friend is is dead, he's he's shacked up with this British lady, and he seems pretty happy about life. That's yeah. not just what I'm talking about, but even at the beginning when it's like, oh hey, wouldn't you much rather be in Italy? And he's like, nah, we're gonna have a good time like enjoying England first, right, as yeah. it's like murky and about to rain and cold yeah. and miserable. Like, yeah, for sure. He's still that de- he's still genuinely someone who's like. Tries to have a positive outlook. Tries to be, you know, look, look on the bright side. Be be happy about things. Right. And then he just turns into this horrible, murdery rage machine. Right. Yeah. Which okay, so he kills he kills people, mm-hmm. and, and then doesn't remember it. He wakes, wakes up, up in the zoo in the in the wolf <laughs> in cage. In the wolf cage, and I like him just naked. like butt ass naked, and these wolves are coming up and sniffing at him. Yeah. He's like, I like, am hey. not okay with any of this. Right. I, it does feel like a a weird bender. Like you could you could if you were in his situation, you could pass it off as like, did I get blackout drunk and somehow end up in a zoo, and this will be a funny story I tell yeah. for the rest of my right. life. But um, I love him like hiding in bushes and like running up to old ladies like, oh, God, I didn't mean to, for you to see him me. working his way back to Alex's apartment is is funny. Like, yeah, he, he's he's slowly sealing. Th- uh, oh, this balloon will cover my junk. Ah, <laughs> a lady's coat. I like him yeah, like just yeah. in the bush, like talking to the little British boy, like little British boy, come over here to this bush. This Especially is not the shittiest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, it's a naked man in the bush. Oh, that 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 didn't go <laughs> a well. A naked American man. I like he can that tell. he's just not uh-huh. even like he's he's not. He, 
he doesn't even like really talk to the kid. He's just like, hey, I'm glad you came closer. Steals the balloons yeah. and runs. <laughs> like, yeah, the kid's yeah. like, why would a famous balloon thief pay me two pounds for this? And he's just like, come over and I'll show you. And he just gets out and grabs it. Yep, yep, runs and books it. I love that that one scene of him like booking it past that bench and stealing that coat. Like, yeah. that, mm-hmm. There's something that is so perfectly funny to the, me. The, I, I do like the little comedic moments throughout the yes. movie. Yes, that's a big part of what makes it feel in a way real. Because it doesn't feel like it is this constant tone of murky, bad sadness mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of horror movies like this fall into. There's there's a lot of genuinely comedic stuff like that, and and I like that. Yeah, there is. Uh, he gets back to Alex's apartment. Um, he's just feeling the best he's ha- he's ever felt because yeah. he just ate all those people and drank all that blood. Yeah. Um, and then. And then that's when she, Alex, gets a call from the doctor, and he's like, look, there were a bunch of murders. He's still talking about werewolf stuff. I think we might need to take it seriously. Right. And and when he realizes about the murders and he finds out what's happened, he goes he, he goes a little crazy. He's yeah. trying to get himself arrested because he feels so overcome with guilt over everything because he, he blames himself. Even though he can't remember anything, yeah. he still blames himself for yeah. it. Because he's, like, he's the vehicle for it. Which, well, right, which no, but, but I'm saying, like, he doesn't know for certain. He's just like, hey... I've been seeing my my dead friend over here, which they're telling me is just dreams and like me being so like, you know, freaked out and stressed from the incident and grieving. Yeah. Uh, but no, with all those murders, I believe it turned me in, kill myself. Like I, I like that his first instinct is to get himself away from people. I like that too. It it does a lot to sell him as a good guy that you feel bad for all of this stuff happening to. But he doesn't try very hard. <laughs> no, there's a lot of good ways he could have killed himself. Yeah, well, like yeah. He, he's just not a big idea guy. The only thing he thought was like, I'll try and kill myself with this little knife and that doesn't work. I'm just going to wait until my time's up and kill again. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, it, it's ba- It's difficult enough to kill yourself when you actually want to kill yourself. Like, that, yeah. that is, is a thing that you have to even then overcome a lot of mental blocks to do. When you but genuinely- he doesn't try to stop himself either. Like, he, like, go find somewhere to, like, give your first try, like, being in a cage or, like, chained he up. Does, no, or, he does try and get himself arrested, and I feel like that count, counts Yeah, but then he's like, caged. oh, well, this isn't working, guys, stop. I think he just doesn't know what to do. I mean, he's clearly a it's, somewhat immature person. It's a I good guess. thing that everyone in the porno house has ideas. Because <laughs> he sees his dead buddy, uh, Jack, over there, very, uh, very disintegrated by this point yeah man that skeleton face thing he's got going on is fantastic it's yeah. amazing like it doesn't move quite the way that i would want it to where like the jaw goes along with mm-hmm. the words he's saying perfectly but other than that like everything about it looks great it still yeah. even kind of looks like him i, I like the outside of the uh, when he was like like come on into the porno place he still had his face skin but when he got in there he's like all teared down blonde. again yeah. yeah yeah so he gets in there to the porno place uh, the porno theater, right? Uh, and and uh, his buddy Jack has brought everyone that he just killed, who are now in limbo, to be like to help him feel guilty. So we'll kill. Yeah. I mean, because we talked about this earlier. Jack's just like seriously, you really got to kill yourself. I'm yeah. tired of being undead. Please just off yourself so I can be through I with mean, this. I feel like that that moment where you know they there's a couple guys that are like being dicks to him about it, like full on, like no, go kill yourself. Yeah, and. I like that Jack is like, hey, whoa, man, this guy's my friend. Like, yeah. 
clearly I don't have to worry that much about what the afterlife is because, hey, I'm here. But like at the same time, that's not an easy thing to ask somebody. Like, yeah. Stop being a jerk to my friend. Right. I like that about it because that to me makes it feel like it's not just 100% him being like, nah, I want to be out of limbo. You got to kill yourself, buddy. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants him to not have to be responsible for killing people anymore. Right. There's there's I think there's a lot of complicated stuff going on there. Yeah. And I like that about this. I think it was really smart to have this whole scene in a porno theater. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it is comical, but I think that the, the comedy of it kind of alleviates a lot of the tension. Yes. And a lot of what's going on... Uh, it is is funny in context with the conversations that David is happen having, right. especially when like oh it you know he's stayed there long enough it's nighttime he's about to transform and as he's going through his transformation and like screaming in pain like at the same time there's like some the dude. only no the only other noise in the theater is like the moans going on from the porn. Yes. So it's like, uh, uh, and then David's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yes. but what, what's the deal with the dude in there? Who's just like within three feet of him, just like staring down at him. And the guy, the whole time David's like, you gotta leave. I don't well, look, no, 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 look, look, that dude's been in a lot of porno theaters. Okay. And he's heard a lot of different climax. Well, he's sounds, not just and he's here. never heard one like this, this is at the point that where you can see like David's body changing. He's like, I want to see how this plays out. I think it's, it's one of those like okay so you know how deer will like just freeze in headlights yeah. i feel like it's something like that of like your body is like knowing something is wrong but you don't know if it's like you need to run away well or, if or he was just do. screaming and changing i would also be caught in this like i don't know what to do let's uh, let's just see but he was actively yelling at him to be no. i don't feel no, like it's no, the yeah most- but at the same time in if you were in a porno theater and you were jacking off and you're about to get there yeah. and some dude's just staring at you, you'd also be in like, leave. <laughs> I don't feel like the most normal people hang out at porno theaters. Fair. So maybe this guy is himself just a little bit weird and is like, I maybe see his whole thing like. is yeah. he likes to watch. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, like yeah. so he's yeah. like, oh, I like watching and this is new, so I'm sticking yeah. around. This is to a see new what kind happens. of erection. Right. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I love that moment a little while later when you know he at, dies. It's after. Well, it's after all, all, like the whole bunch of people have died in a the theater, and the police officer walks in, and you just see this like pile of meatloaf essentially yeah. Yeah. on the ground, just tattered shreds of humans. And he's like, "Well, I'll just step over that and take continue to take a look in here. Is there anything else in here? Okay. Oh is my, there, a large is there wolf. anything that's out of place for a porno <laughs> theater on a Tuesday night? <laughs> right. These bodies seem to be in order. <laughs> yes, yes, sticky as they should be. <laughs> oh, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> I want to know why when these people get as dismembered as they do when they become a, a limbo ghoul, they're only damaged, but their hands and stuff are still there. There doesn't seem to be a lot of rules about it. I mean, like, Jack, like, goes full corpsification in, like, two days. So, yeah. like, I've, and that's definitely not the way it goes, but, you know. Okay, so David has transformed in the porno theater. He's yes. a werewolf, and the police are trying to keep him from escaping. He busts yes. through, and he's making his way through downtown London, and I have to talk about mm. these stupid pedestrians that are pissing me off this far after we've watched the movie. Okay, and, okay, and my, me being mad about this stems from a previous incident that I have to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Because right. oh my goodness, did I get mad? So a friend of mine got married recently. Yeah, um, Rick, you were at the wedding as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and for his bachelor party, there was party, a werewolf that was there, and it was <laughs> no, 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 no. For for his bachelor party, we went downtown to a steakhouse, and it was really nice. We had a great time, and then it's like, okay, hey, we all had a good time. They're Ubering back, they're driving back. I'll go back to my car. It's time to leave. It took me forty five minutes to go one block yeah. downtown. And do you want to know why? Because it was the big game. Because of stupid pedestrians. Because I'm trying, it's a line of cars and we're waiting to cross the street. Right. And it turns green and the pedestrians don't stop walking. Well, the people in front of me apparently have a problem with manslaughter because they won't just <laughs> run these jackasses over. Yeah. And so the light turns yellow and then turns red. And these stupid people are still walking. And then it goes through the full cycle we sat through two green cycles without a single car making it across the street because the pedestrians wouldn't stop walking yeah by the time i got to the front i was so mad at one point someone honked and i joined in not because i had something to honk about but just because i was mad and that was an excuse (laughs) yeah i made my way to the front and when the light turned green the pedestrians didn't stop Stop walking across. So I laid on the horn and just took my foot off the brake. And I'm like, look, I'm rolling (laughs) and my horn is on. I know you hear me. I know you see me. If you keep walking and get run over, it's your fault. You jackass. Oh, I was so mad. And so in this movie, to see a werewolf going through the streets of London, killing people, cars flying over other cars, crashing into double-decker buses, and the crowd is running toward them. I hate pedestrians so much run away it is a monster killing people but I don't want to see it. I don't care you could you could just as easily get killed by the werewolf or killed by one of the cars that apparently can't see the 50 car pile up in front of them and just keep driving yeah. I don't know what maybe it's because they're looking on the wrong side of the road they don't think to look left oh we're British we only look at the right side of our cars yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just gonna crash into everybody it and was, we're it was muggy that day it was wet it was no. very slick. oh I am so worked up I, I don't know if I'm worked up because of the movie or just because I remembered what happened to me the other day, but I'm so mad right now. And you see, you see those pedestrians and they keep going for the werewolf. And this is after. They're not just a little so, going no, for the No, they're like werewolf. trying to push past the cops. Yeah, there's a and barricade a, they're pushing and, through. And it's not like they don't know what's going on. These are the same. It's not like, oh, hey, they're pushing up to the front, seeing what it is, recoiling in terror and trying to book it while the people behind them still push forward. Yeah, we haven't gotten to see it yet. Right. It's, it's not like that because that I could, you know, everyone's got a little bit of that curiosity. You don't know what's up. But once you see it, surely you're like, oh, this is terrifying. No. Yeah. They see the werewolf and they're, I swear, it's like they want a werewolf ride yeah. or they want to pet the dang thing. I mean. Oh, people are stupid and people in crowds are stupid and people in crowds on the street are the worst. I'm done. <laughs> Someone else talk because I'm so worked up right now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to call the police and explain who it was that massacred all those pedestrians the other night in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm so. Anyway. Anyway, the pedestrians walk. Oh, they got to see him. I and love- at this point, he's killed enough. That I guess he's done killing because he's just got to run away. Right. I'm not I sure mean, what happened to like quench his bloodlust. I, I don't think it's so much that. I think he just started running and then found a like random street down the the side roads. I personally, I really think this is a fun scene. Like I'm I'm not recently traumatized by sitting in traffic mm-hmm. like you are, but I like this one scene block, Rick. Of <laughs> one almost an hour. One you block. Said, you said you were done. Oh, <laughs> I really like this scene where you know like he rips off a dude's head and it just like pops off of a. 
hood. Was yeah. that and the doctor? No, it was a it was the police officer. Okay. There. Um, but like, there's just all this like random carnage there, and the you just see the the wolf for a few seconds here and there. It, it's really effective. Like, I I wish. I want someone to remake this today so that I could see like a full on like werewolf tearing down like say the the streets of New York just ripping yeah. people apart. I think that could be a really fun scene. But the way that you only get glimpses of, of it feels sort of like you are a part of that crowd where you're not really seeing the whole picture. You're just seeing chaos and, and yeah. insanity. Yeah. But I feel like he just ran down a, a, an alley and got stuck there, and it was like I don't know what to do because in this final scene where you know where uh, Alex, so Alex and Alex and and the doctor have made their way because they hear on the radio or something that oh there's a wolf loose right. and they know it's David yeah and so they rush down to see if they can do something and Alex pushes past all the policemen because right. she's got to like, get to David manages to get past him just mm-hmm. barely and I like this scene where she's talking to him and, and he's completely cool well, and then she mentions still, that well no no because he's she loves him. Yeah, he's still got that rage face on him, and she talks to him and says, "I love you," and and all that. Let me and help he you. gets so angry. No, no, I don't see. No, he is enraged at the thought of commitment. No, <laughs> no, no, no. His, his face mellows. Yeah, it his relaxes. face mellows as he can no, hear that is her the calm before the storm. And then, and then, despite the human inside wanting this, the wolf takes over again. See, I don't know if it's like it could be that. That's a reasonable no, interpretation. Well, maybe he's just rushing to hug her. No, I think that he might be tra- he might trying be killing to get himself. himself killed. Yeah, yeah he's like trying he's, to like, huh. yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, he's, he is uh-huh. he is making P- that police move to assisted attack. suicide. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly hmm. what I. That's the way that I took it at least. That's on, how on this I viewing. felt too. I felt like he, nah, nah. he had this moment for me of, to believe that. I want his face to go calm and then a single tear to roll down, <laughs> and then he jumps at me. No, no well, he I, goes up to her and pats her head and says, "You stay, <laughs> I go." <laughs> But no, I, I I like that this is vague enough that you could come up with a lot of different interpretations. It yeah, could sure. be either the ones that we're saying, or it could just be that like he has that moment of David being there, and then the animal does take over mm-hmm. again. Which like, is how yeah. I interpreted it when I saw it. Yeah. I think it was King Kong. I think it was Beauty Killed the Beast. <laughs> I, no, I like all killed of them. the Beast. But yeah. I love the way that it is just like brutal. You look at his dead body there riddled with bullet holes. I wouldn't then, say that was brutal. It was kind of like uh, three, three it's, painterly it's, to me. I mean, yeah. like it's brutal in the sense of like... Feel really bad about it. Like it, it I is guess. a. I don't a, know. There wasn't like a hole through his jaw where it was half no, out of the life. Like super, he didn't eyes. look as bad as Jack. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't mean super gory, brutal. I mean like this is a guy who got into a bad situation that he had no control oh, of, yeah. and like it was brutal in the sense of it. it, it not it brutal. It was have abrupt. Been this way. Yes. It was abrupt. And that, that's what I was going to get to. Because like, after they you show see his, his body dead immediately body, it's just Craig. hard cut to credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really like that. Like, it gives oh. you no resolution at all. It's just, you and he's see dead. his ghost Bam. hanging out with everyone else's ghost. Like, sorry, guys. Exactly. There's no, like, way to feel. It doesn't leave you feeling good at all. It's yeah. like the worst way, the worst possible outcome happened, and bam, credits. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like that. That is really yeah. strong way to end the movie, I think. So well, worst possible would have been her dying. Well, no, because then she wouldn't have had the baby, and that baby wouldn't have killed all of France. Yeah, exactly. And we wouldn't have we <laughs> yeah. uh, since her living led to uh, to American Werewolf in Paris. Like that is clearly the worst possible yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and start talking about our final thoughts. I can start us off. Um, okay. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, there was a lot that I liked in it. It was uh, it, it was really entertaining, uh, especially. I, I didn't know what I was getting into um, 
I, I mentioned at the beginning, I didn't know anything about this movie and just it being the age that it was, I was curious to see how it held up, but it was, it was entertaining and, and I really felt bad for David throughout the whole thing, yeah. honestly. Um, my least favorite part, I, I'm tempted to say the music because we didn't really talk about the music. It was funny because yeah. every time the mu- like a song would come on, it was always like, oh, hey, they picked a song about a moon, right? right? Which was funny and, oh, it's thematic. But the song, like the songs didn't fit the mood of the scene. Yeah. Like there was like maybe one where he's like, p- p- pran- not prancing, he's like pacing around her apartment. And that one kind of worked. Yeah. Uh, I, but I actually like the discordant, like we're playing a really happy song over this like horrible thing for, that's happening. For, that, yeah. that can be okay. But for me, the song wasn't like. It's not like it's not like you're suddenly hearing Pharrell be, be like because I'm happy. Yeah, that is like, what they would do like, as he like tears through. Yeah, as he's like tearing today. through. Right, you're not hearing that. It's just oh, it's a song that has the word moon in it because yeah. it's a werewolf, right? And so that it doesn't really mesh. And I would say that that's my least favorite part of the movie. But for me, I have to say my least favorite part of the movie are the pedestrians. Mm-hmm. Uh, my least favorite part of life right now is pedestrians. <laughs> yeah. uh, just screw if you walk on the street, screw you. I hate you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, pedestrian's the worst. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie um, is David. Yeah, I think he's a he's a he's a really um, he, he's a protagonist that I really want to root for. Yeah, and I think I think the reason is because he feels very human. The way that he jokes around with his friend, uh, the way that he has very human reactions, and then turns around and goes to do the right thing it's not just he immediately is always just the best boy david like you know the guy who wrote this wrote this when he was 18 that's really impressive yeah that's awesome um yeah like like you said brian uh the fact that he runs away from the werewolf first before realizing his friend's still there and goes to turn around yeah it's that's very human it's a nice touch yeah right and you could have it where he's just like get off my friend get off my friend from the very get-go but the fact that they let him it's not even a moment of weakness. Yeah. It's just a moment of... Animal panic of right. something real terrible life. is happening. Yeah. I'm running. It feels very real. And because of that, when he is the good guy, it makes it stronger. it makes him a lot more endearing and it makes his character a lot stronger. Yeah. And so for me, David is my favorite part of this movie. Uh, overall, I had a really good time. I'm glad that we watched it. And I'll give it four out of five circumcisions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian, why don't you go next? I also have that feeling about the uh, the soundtrack. Like, it would be one thing if they had like a funny song here and there, but had a good score overall for like right. setting the mood and whatnot. But overall, it was just kind of they clearly just picked these songs because they had moon in them, and that's funny but not good. Right. Um, I really appreciate the practical effects of this movie. Like, it really made Absolutely. me think of when we watched Hellraiser, mm-hmm. that when yeah. he was like reanimating his the good stuff in that. Yeah. yeah. Which it might even be the same guy. I don't know. I don't know which one came first, year-wise. I would assume American Werewolf, I think American right? Werewolf came first. Yeah. But, um, I really like that. I like, uh... Yeah. American Werewolf came first by about six years. I think they did a really good job about making the, the romance practical within, like, the time limit that they had. Because normally, it would just be the three-day gap, and the lady would somehow fall in love with him. Even though, but in this one, she's like cared for him for three weeks, and then yeah. however long he was in the hospital, and and she's the one who's comforting him when he's when he's feeling panicked yeah. and when he's feeling scared, and so she's been taking care of him, and he's he's been conscious a lot less than the amount of time she's been there to like take care of him. But 
still for that whole time that he's been conscious, she's been taking care of him. She's very sweet. She's you pretty. see, they, she's got the nurturing type right. to her. They don't go overboard with it. Like yeah. the only time that she's like, the only time she says she loves him is like at the very end of the movie. Yeah, where and that's what I like hit. about. Like I, I think yeah. they do a good job with that as well. Yeah, even though I'm not a hundred percent on board with the whole like you're ridiculous. <laughs> Wait your turn. Uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, my, I mean. I don't really have a least favorite part other than, like, the soundtrack wasn't mm-hmm. stellar and the pedestrians were annoying, but I can believe it in this. So, I mean, they're annoying, but... I'm just still salty. Yeah, they, that, that's how I feel about it. It right. makes me uncomfortable, but it doesn't... Uh, what What's the word? Not disbelieve. Dis... Uh, where, like... It, it's not taking you out of the movie. Yeah, it's not taking me out of the movie. So, overall, really good movie. Uh, four out of five... Uh, werewolves in London. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Rick? So I I was the one who sort of, you know, instigated this movie, so I'm really glad that it turned out like that both of you really Like Mother, it. really good. Real, real good. Just a real person. good. <laughs> who was that person that suggested that movie? I, mm. Anyway. Uh, I'm not sure, but Rick raged harder in that one than I did tonight. No, so. I want them to remember that <laughs> I remember them suggesting this movie. <laughs> Is that a veiled threat? <laughs> no, there's no veil. <laughs> we appreciate all of our listeners here on the appreci- uh, on the appreciated podcast, <laughs> on the opinionated podcast. The the important thing is that this movie was really good. I I I actually really like the music choices in this movie. I feel like the well the, like, again, oops. I like a lot of those songs. I just don't think that they fit they they don't fit and that's what i enjoy about them is that they are discordant with what's going on on screen it is it is designed to feet to go against the grain of it i like the the one during the transformation i like because it's similar to like yeah that funny song in it where the the zombies throwing up on what's his face yeah there's there's but that's not a soundtrack that's a song i disagree i like that there is that version of the song there i like that there is a like slow kind of melancholy version of that song at the beginning of the movie and i like that at the very end when it is a different song no there are different songs with Moon in it, but uh, Bad Moon Rising plays repeatedly, or I think it's Bad Moon Rising, but no. whichever yeah, one. It's, bad, it's bad Moon Rising Blue, when he's trans. Blue Moon. Yes. Blue the Moon one when he's changing is anyway, Bad Moon Blue Rising. Moon, no, Blue Moon plays multiple times in the movie. Yes, different versions. But not the, during his transformation. There are different versions of a song throughout the movie, and I yes. like that it gets more peppy and upbeat as the movie goes on, instead of getting more downbeat as the, you would expect with a movie that's sort of tragic think this way. It would be a bummer to be a werewolf, but you find out it's pretty sweet. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You no, but I, I enjoy that about that. So I like yeah, I like the, the music. Just make overall. a lot of friends for life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that's how, don't you guys make friends? That's where I met Josh. Uh. By killing him as a werewolf and making him live in limbo for forever? Because that's what I was talking about. No, that's what he was saying. In a porno theater. Oh, yeah. How old are you? (laughs) Old enough that you should not have been in that porno theater, little boy. (laughs) Anyway, no. Uh, I need an adult. (laughs) I am an adult. (laughs) We're all adults. Isn't that terrifying? Go on. Anyway, the true horror, adulthood. Um, No, my my least favorite thing about this movie is... uh, I Don't I feel like it's a little it. short. I feel oh. like there's there's parts of it that are a bit rushed. I feel like you could extend it a little and it would work. Like you could have give him all three nights as a werewolf, and I think that that might give you a little more time and and be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but uh, my my uh, but that is that is a like tiny little nitpick. Yeah, I, that's I think a, that, that's a good problem to have is exactly. when the movie doesn't have enough movie. Exactly. Uh, when you when you leave wanting more, that's that's always a good a good sign of a movie. Uh, my favorite thing though is is it's got to be that section right in the middle of his first transformation into a werewolf to like him in the him getting back to the apartment. Yeah. That yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah. just you could cut that out and make a fun short film about it, and it would be fun and and funny. I think. It would. Um, there's there's so much to compliment in this movie, but that section in particular just works and juggles so many tones so well that I'm I'm very impressed with it, and I I, I love that, and that's what I think of when I think of this movie. Uh, overall, I I think this is a great movie. I think that it could be a little better, but it's it's a really fantastic piece of cinema, and it really deserves its place in in horror kind of history. Uh, and yeah, so I am going to give it uh, four and a half Nazi werewolves out of five. Did they ever do a shiggy 2000s reboot of this? I don't believe so. I'm super surprised. I think that there was at one point a planned uh, remake that his son was going to make, but then uh, the whole like a whole bunch of stuff has gone on with him that has made that probably not a great financial venture. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah. Mo- most uh, <laughs> most studios are staying away from Max Landis right now. Yeah, a, a lot of. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know enough about that situation to really speak to it, and so I don't want to. But yeah, like that's that's pretty much what it is. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, good movie, guys. Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, if you'd like to hear us talk about more good movies, or if you want to hear the previous episodes from our listener appreciation month of spooks, you can find those episodes on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at opinioncast on Twitter and opinionated podcast on Facebook. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's suggestions for movies we should watch or your thoughts on our episodes. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever podcasting app you use. Uh, besides you sharing us with your friends, that's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. opinionated.